This is the Red Wine Carpet and we are back for more. I'm Frederick Charles and Katie's joining me. What's up? Hi, Fred. How you doing? Uh, I'm Uh-oh. good. You haven't been journaling, have you? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Let's not even talk about it because I'm ashamed now. Should not be that complicated. But no, I, I spent... shouldn't have called you out right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I studied reading, but it's uh, technical it's manuals. Good. Still expanding your brain. I know. And it hurts tonight. <laughs> so I'm excited to relax, grab a drink, and catch up with you. Yeah. What have you been up to in the last two weeks? I've been um, fighting my allergies. I've been, which, which has been fine. It's just the regular. You've um, been taking I got, shots, literally? Literally, I got the first <laughs> round of the vaccination. First round. Yeah, I got a shot and it felt like someone punched me in the arm. Felt like that for a couple of days. <laughs> had some weird dreams and sweaty nights, but I'm all right. Oh, that's regular, right? <laughs> sweaty nights? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, uh, <laughs> that's just how I sleep. I sleep hot. Have you heard uh, the offspring that is doing, uh, you better get vaccinated? No. Yeah, they, they did a they version are? of it. Yeah, apparently. Yes. I've seen it online. Oh my God. That was one of the, that was one of the first CDs that I bought with my own money. I had no business buying that CD. I think, did my mom let me or did I buy it in secret? I can't remember. I think actually my mom let me buy it. <laughs> but I remember them hearing the songs and they were like, oh my God, what are, what are we letting her listen to? But they <laughs> didn't stop happening? me. Like, they were just like, let's just let them listen to. She's going to end up making music in LA. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> they saw the future. Uh, oh well, we're going to cover a lot of things tonight. We're going to cover a lot of things tonight. A little later, we'll talk about the Oscars, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. More Oprah interviews. Yeah. We'll talk about Mrs. Doubtfire to name a few of our topics, mm. but let's see what has happened since we last chatted. Yeah. The Grammys. The Grammys happened. Yes. Yes, it did. I was going to get all dressed up and all sparkly, but I didn't. Oh. It's, no, it's what fine. Happened? <laughs> Wait, what happened that day? I well, it's okay because the Grammys looked a little different for everybody once yeah. again this year. Yeah. Trevor Noah and some of the artists' nominees were on the Microsoft Theater's roof to hand the awards to each other. Uh, we could have played the game of who's the artist behind the mask, because sometimes it's confusing. I'm not sure who, <laughs> yeah. I'm, who I'm looking oh, at. Oh, God, they looked so good, though, with their matching outfits to their masks. For the first 20 minutes, wow. I thought that Doja Cat was Miley Cyrus for a weird reason. Ah. With her pixie cut and her yeah. eyes. Looked exactly uh-huh. the same too. Okay. Yeah, I was also half drunk. Was behind us. So yeah, you were drunk. You know what? That's not as bad as uh, what I did. And I watched the wrong show for at first. Remember that? I texted you and I was like, yeah, this is really weird. It was like the smaller award ceremony. And I was like, this is really weird. Wow, they did not put the work into this like they did the other ones. And I realized it was watching the wrong one. <laughs> so oh, Katie and I, oh we do God. our we do our work. We take our work seriously, obviously, and we exchange little impressions yeah. during the ceremony. And you texted <laughs> me, "Uh oh, watching the wrong one." <laughs> But it was you were streaming, right? Because they had the pre, like the awards that nobody really cares about—the classical music and everything. That's the one. Yeah, they and do I that early also on, right? Loved, yeah, and that's the one that I was watching. You know, and I was like, where the hell is Harry Styles? That was, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, that yeah. was my thought. Like, where the hell is Harry Styles? I heard that Fred and I talked about 
you know, Taylor Swift being on here. Who's going to be performing. And yeah. Cad and Harry Styles and, I, and Dua Lipa and all these people. I'm like, where the hell are they? And what is this stupid tiny stage? And I was like, it's not stupid because, you know, the small awards matter too. But, yeah, they need, they need theirs but, too, yeah. And I honestly, like, I liked the ceremony because I liked seeing what was going on in that realm of things. But I was like, wow, they're sure chugging along on this really fast for it to be such a elaborate ceremony and yeah realized uh, that i was watching the wrong thing and then i tuned into the right one but you didn't miss anything right you caught no, it on I time ended up, yeah i ended up watching the getting the whole yeah. thing so all good you just had like yeah. an eight hour ceremony <laughs> uh, yeah okay. mm-hmm. so in the building that night the performances took turn on the same stage what did you think of that setup i thought it was cool yeah um i thought they did a really I mean, I, I do this with all the award shows and it's almost like award show fatigue right now because it's, there's like... <laughs> it's the only thing going on. Yeah. It's the only thing going on. Um, but I feel like I say this so much when we, when we watch an award show or talk about it that like, wow, they did a great job with what they had. Yeah. They did. The yeah. performances were, were cool. It reminded me of the famous UK show Live with Jules Holland. Uh, it's the same layout. Like they're all in a circle. You have multiple bands playing, mm-hmm. taking turns while the others are watching. Right. And I kind of like it because it makes it very human for them to just mm-hmm. be like sitting on their ass and watching the other one. You know, Post right. Malone banging his head at Dua Lipa singing is like, oh, cool. You know, they're enjoying each other's performance. I love seeing the other artists enjoy the other artists. Yeah. It seemed like a very cool support group. <laughs> that's when- true. Or maybe that's just like the click. They're all like really supported each other and it's cool. If they don't support each other, they played it really well. They did. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the opening. Back-to-back performances by Billie Eilish, Black Pumas, mm-hmm. Haim, and Harry Styles. And Harry Styles. I think that set the tone for the night. It's like, it's going to be all about music. Mm-hmm. It's going to showcase a lot of talents. I'm not going to mm-hmm. even ask what was your takeaway from that opening because I already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, I love Harry Styles, you know, but, okay, maybe he was my favorite part of that <laughs> opening ceremony. And that's okay. But, that's okay. Okay. But I also wanted to say, and I had this written down because I didn't want to forget it, that I want to raise a glass to the women yeah. on Grammys night. And I have to say that it's about time. And I know that there's like a lot more effort to integrate certain groups of people now and I feel like it was a very women driven night yeah I hope it lasts because my worry yeah, is that everybody is scrutinizing everybody right now so everybody's yeah. making an effort to represent right. being diverse and people are going to scrutinize how you make an effort and it's going to be all that stuff and it's but it know, needs to be naturally like that every single time right and exactly it was, it was absolutely good. yeah you know what I did like also in that sort of opening stage area was when John Mayer accompanied Marin Morris. Yes, yeah. When the, I, I really liked the country side of things in the ceremony. It was cool that they regrouped the country acts too, and it was kind of like yeah. a little 15 minutes of, of the right. biggest country names right now. Yeah. I think John Mayer was slightly high, but, <laughs> but he played said. really well. <laughs> Maybe it just seemed different because he wasn't yeah. the front man of the band for the first time. True, yeah. I can't say the first time. It's not the first time, but, but it's like the, we're normally seeing him as the front man, yeah. and here he was just like jiving on Marin Morris's performance and wailing on his guitar as usual. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I don't know how many girlfriends he had that night in the room. That had to be a little awkward, though. <laughs> Ex-girlfriends, that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I do have to bring something up, though, with this whole Grammy thing. And I'm wondering your thoughts on it. Tell me. Things with The weekend. 
Yeah, because he was completely out of that ceremony. Snubbed. Yeah, completely snubbed. Yeah. He was fucking snubbed. And everyone knows that he had a brilliant, he had a great album. Yeah. I don't know if everyone would call her brilliant, but I, I loved the album. Yeah, it's really well done, yeah. And I know that a lot of people did, and apparently he's boycotting forever. I mean, those those awards are known to be very political and label-oriented, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and possibly even people kind of like paying to be nominated sometimes. Um, um, that, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. With um, Also, that I think it was, was it that day or the day before... That Fiona Apple was nominated and won some stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe she did. Um, but she released a video on her Instagram saying, you know, I'm nominated and I'm so thankful and it's cool. And I, okay, when she said what I'm going to say next, it's funny that we have to hear someone else say it for, for us to like confirm our feelings. But it made me feel okay for feeling the way that I do about the Grammys where I'm like, okay, I care a lot, but I also don't give a shit. But yeah. I care a lot, but I don't care because she said in her Instagram post, She's like, I do care, but I don't care. It was almost kind of like her expression was she was trying to make sense of that notion. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I don't like being on TV, so I'm not going to go. And it was just very like, Fiona, I love you. I love Fiona. Yeah, because you can get a lot of success and be doing really well without getting a Grammy. I think it's more like something you check off the list when you're an artist. And it's a cool experience, but that doesn't mean that you you made it or you're going to keep going. Mm -hmm. So it's very, yeah, it's very superficial. I think it's giving everybody like a nice evening of music and an excuse to watch TV. And it's fun, but it should not be just whoever has a Grammy is on the right path. Yeah, and drinks. (laughs) What I really liked um, is that they featured small venues as well with some of the owners um, yeah. opening the envelope and everything. A nice touch of support mm. to them. And the lucky ones in LA were able to even walk on stage to do that mm-hmm. live. That was pretty cool. I thought that was a nice right. touch. And then the comeback, Taylor Swift had her first Grammys performance in years. I thought it was very impressive. The set was really cool. They got all the moss uh, in, around mm-hmm, LA yeah. and put it on the stage. It's like she played in the woods, singing from the cabin mm-hmm. with her buddies. What do you think of the entire thing? I thought it was cool. And I liked, because I remember when we talked about it last time, I was just kind of indifferent about Taylor Swift's performance. Yeah. I think I go through phases where I'm super excited about some of the stuff that she's done or just indifferent. But parts of this album, I really liked. Parts of it, I was kind of eh, indifferent. Not meh, as in like the songs were, like I just didn't like them. It was just, there were a couple on there that, like the song Willow wowed me. I loved, I loved that one. It takes you somewhere. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you want from a songwriter like Taylor. She's a storyteller. Yeah, that's what she does best. And I, yeah. Yes, and I and I love that in lyrics and uh and she just is good at what she does. And that's, this is, this is one of her, I want to say landmark tunes. I think that's going to be one of the one that carries on. Yeah. It's like, you know what I, what I love from Taylor Swift, like we said last time, it's not really the pop super produced tracks. It's the more mm-hmm. acoustic intimate thing. So I think she's really good at that. And one track that stands mm-hmm. out to me is not her track, but it's a track mm-hmm. she featured on with the civil wars called safe and yes. sound. And oh. that song is just, I love that one. Two Anyone so that would tell me that one's super haunting. Oh. Yeah, to to anyone that yeah. would tell me I don't care about Taylor Swift or she's not good or whatever, I would be like, listen to this because that's taking mm-hmm. you away from the pop side, the country side. It's <laughs> so good. It was on a soundtrack of some sort. What was it? It, the, it was on um, something like that. No, no, it was um, the Vampires. Oh, Twilight. Yes. Oh, okay. It was Twilight. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. <gasps> no, that was Hunger Games. Okay. Fred. See? You, tw- you tween. You, you beat me, me in the tween. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. It's okay. I was thinking it had to be one of those one of those series that's like, if you were a tween when it came out or like a teenager when it came out, that was all your life was about. And you're, you're going to marry one of those vampires. Or you're like in your 20s and 30s and you're like, I really like that, but I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> unless you're my best friend or my cat. No one's listening. <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> well, don't, don't be shy about it. Post Malone opened up about being really shy himself. Yeah. Love Post Malone I with his red cup every, yes. everywhere he goes. So he was explaining that he's by nature really shy, and that's mm-hmm. why he goes over the top when he performs and, you know, the screaming mm-hmm. and everything, compensating for it, I guess. And it works. Also, he said that he thought that when he was writing the song Circles, that he thought that it was a shit song. Yeah, he was like, ah. And it was like, he's like, oh, I got, I hate this. My voice was gone. Yeah. And I listened to it saying it's it's shit. And the next day. He's like, this is a bad song. Yeah. (laughs) Gave it some time away, came back to it. And he's like, oh, okay. I got something here. In another genre, Megan Thee Stallion's speech was pretty cool too. Just her turning into Mm -hmm. a fan when she talked about Beyonce. With her by her side. Yeah, it's really cool that she got to work with her idol. And uh, speaking of Beyonce, she broke the Grammys record of artist male or females combined with the most trophies. What is it now? 27, 28? I think it's 28. 28. I think 28. I think she tied at 27 and she beat it with 28. Right, right. My question is, where do you put 28 Grammys at this point? Well, you got to put a couple in the bathroom. Yeah. And you got to put a couple in your bookshelf. You got to put a couple in the cupboard. And uh, housing Aspen. I'm um, couple. I just think you see, you went bigger, <laughs> which is what is realistic for someone yeah. of her caliber. And I was just like, I was picturing my apartment with all those Grammys. 28 Grammys, one per house. All good. Yeah, Problem one solved. per house. Yeah. And let's close with the Cardi B performance. She performed a very poetic WAP song with Megan Thee Stallion. It was so good. It transformed the Grammy stage into a strip club that woke everybody up. Uh, wow, it, was it was a lot so of good. twerking and rubbing uh-huh. on the on that stage. <laughs> rubbing. Rubbing. I was a little surprised that I was watching CBS at 9 p.m. Were you? You know what? I think I was, I think I was surprised at the fact that I wasn't surprised, if that makes any sense, (laughs) because this is where we're at right now. And this, someone expressing themselves in this way as a woman, as a black woman, um, in comparison to how men have been able to express themselves for, for however many years, um, like this is how she's expressing that. And it, this is okay to put on TV. And if you don't want your kids to watch it, then don't let them watch it. I was surprised I wasn't mad at it. However, the FCC is receiving dozens of complaints now <laughs> for the outfit, <laughs> the strip poles, and, and the, the routines. Um, yeah, so there is a few groups pretty mad in Idaho and Texas. They're upset. And of they're course, it's right. Idaho and Texas. Anyway, we won't you know, go I, further I have to mention before we close out the topic of Grammys, two performances that I was like... <laughs> Give me that stage and that outfit, and I want to do that too, was Doja Cat and Dua Lipa. They rock every ceremony oh, that they perform at. Them. Their visuals, choreographies, and everything mm-hmm. are always on board. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Cheers to the Grammys. Cheers to and the Grammys. Caring about the Grammys, yet not giving two shits about the Grammys, yet caring about them enough to watch them and not, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> so I um, pre-batched. 
You did. Because you gave me um, the secret recipe a little the in advance so I could be... secret recipe. You know, I could be loungy over here. Yeah. But what are you giving... <laughs> <laughs> but what... Are, yeah, it's working. But what are you going to be making... Wrong. For everybody and yourself included, because you don't have a drink in your hand yet. You're finishing the wine. Actually, I finished my wine that I had with my dinner, which was delicious. <laughs> you have to look up some recipes through this girl I follow. Her name is Sophia underscore Rowe. Sophia Rowe. Okay. Her stuff always looks so beautiful. I've done a couple of her things before, and I made like a Kenyan coconut-based stew. Okay. And like a almost like a corn loaf, like cornmeal bread. It was perfect for what tonight's going to be, which is a nice, cool night. Still Paired windy great with in red LA. wine. Yeah. Still, oh, it was so windy today. Anyway, cocktail, cocktail time. Cocktail what do we got? time. What we have for tonight is a lot of you are going back to work after a long work day. You know, sometimes you want a nice stiff cocktail, and so we're going to go with an old fashioned, but we're going to put it spin on it. And this is nothing new in the classic or craft cocktail world. It's um, a favorite. It's it's, a, it's it's one of my favorites. I, I want to say that the the twist I'm putting on it is is nothing crazy. So it's you know it's easy. And what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to build it in my old fashioned cocktail glass. I had just enough ice in my freezer to just build it in the glass. Which guys, don't be scared of building a cocktail in the glass if you've got no one to impress at home right now. Yeah. So if you if you're tired, you just want a cocktail, build it in the glass, stir it up. It's fine, and it will still be delicious. And I'll still get you a little buzzed or a lot buzzed. I don't know what you're like. So we're making a maple rye old fashioned. Traditionally, you're going to make an old fashioned with bourbon, either simple syrup or a sugar cube for your sweetening agent. I like the rye because it's got a little bit more of a spice to it. Mm-hmm. And the the warmth of the maple syrup is going to go really well with the spice of the rye. It does. Yeah. So, yep. Yes. You know it. I know. I'm, so I'm starting right. with yeah. a quarter ounce of maple syrup. Okay. It's not super pungent or anything. Yeah, because you don't want it too sweet. You know, sometimes you go out, you get an old-fashioned, and it's like, ah, oh, just yeah. lingers. You can always add more. You can't take the sweetness out. You can add more booze and make it stronger and do that and dilute it some more. But let's just stick to that. That's how you end up with specs. 10 ounces in your glass. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm going to do a shout out to my friend, Steph. And with that thing that you just said, and she'll know what I mean when Uh-oh. she hears this. <laughs> shout Hi, out Steph. to Steph for a full stirring glass. <laughs> All right. We're going in with some two different kinds of bitters. We're doing Angostura aromatic bitters. Classic. And, yep. and orange bitters. So we're doing a two to one ratio, four dashes of Angostura and two dashes of orange bitters. Okay. I always loved doing this two hands at the bar because you'd get a rhythm down where you go, ta, ta, ta. It's fun. You be a drummer. Yeah. I should be, I should be a drummer. You should be a drummer. <laughs> now we're going to go in with, it's funny because I've been watching so many cooking videos. I'm like, I'm going to go in with, what I'm going to say is, and to the party, I'm inviting the rye, two ounces of rye. And tonight I'm using refined rye whiskey. Where's this one from? Paso Robles, California. Oh, cool. Local. Yeah. That's where the distillery is. Yeah. So you're going to stick the ice in the cup. Okay. This will be good. This will be good. So just stirring in the glass with the ice and you're keeping the ice in there. So you're pretty much done. Keeping the ice in there. I'm pretty much done. It's really great if you have a big fat cube because then it doesn't. 
sit there and over dilute your drink. Um, so I didn't I didn't go crazy with the stirring right now, uh, just because I am keeping the ice in there. The cubes are pretty big. It's not like that crushed ice or that uh, the bags of yeah, stuff that you buy at the always, grocery store. Yeah. That stuff just falls apart in the drink and it kind of ruins your booze. So then we're gonna I'm inviting to the party a peel of orange. And I'm going to try to make this peel as like fat as possible because you, you like the aromatics of the orange peel to get on, on the rim of the glass, on the edges of the glass, on your fingers. It's really nice to get those aromatics everywhere. So I'm going give to give a secret to everybody because <laughs> I, I didn't have oranges in the house, so I used a cutie. Yes, you did. <laughs> so it's a very stiff drink <laughs> with a touch of cutie. With a touch of cuteness. And I'm pretty proud of it. So Fred has a cute old fashioned. You're going to express the orange over the glass. And I take the orange peel and I... She paints I it. I drag it along the Everybody. sides of the glass. <laughs> I paint I paint the glass like Bob Ross would... A little tree happy here. little peel. A happy little tree. Yeah, happy little peel. Place the peel on top of the ice and drink it. Cheers. Oh, oh don't hurt yourself. <laughs> if you didn't have a time to write this down, or if you're already too tired to remember it, you can head to our Instagram account at Red One Carpet for the quick specs on this maple old fashioned. Yeah, baby. Our season continues, and the big one next is the Oscars, of course. The Academy of Motion Pictures, Art and Sciences announced their nominations with obviously movies that this year never had a chance to hit theaters, but were streaming instead. Is that kind of killing the vibe for you, or...? I mean, it's going to be weird. I don't know. I don't know what vibe there even is. Yeah, no, because... No, this year of movie watching. Not only, and especially in LA, like you, you go around, you have premieres... So you have like kind of a buzz in, in the city about things. Then you have the billboards mm -hmm. everywhere announcing the new things. And being stuck at mm -hmm. home and just streaming on Amazon and Apple TV and stuff is different. So right. let's go to the ones competing for the best picture. And let's see what, what, yeah. we, what we have mm -hmm. seen or what we're interested in seeing. The first one is The Feather. Heard about it? I have not seen it. I have heard about it. I have not seen it. That's... um. Anthony Hopkins, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It looks like it looks like a like a good cast and probably something I would watch on a Sunday yeah, afternoon. I definitely want to see yeah. it. Judas and the Black Messiah. I have not seen that. And that's on my that's on my list of things to watch next. Mank. Not seen it. I've There's watched not it. A lot that I've seen it so have you? We started it here at home. My fiance gave up after <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> it's long, guys. It's super slow. It's very long. The graphics are cool. The visuals, it's taking you back in time, like in the 20s, 30s in LA. Um, the sound is by Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and mm -hmm. other people collaborating on that. So it's That's really right. cool, but it's, right. it's a tough one to finish. I had to force myself to be like, because mm -hmm. I'm stubborn. If I start something, yeah. even if it's not really exciting, I have a tendency of finishing it. Right. Minari is the next one. Not seen it. Nomadland. I have seen that. Okay, that I was have wonderful. not yet. Yeah, it was so good. I mean, I like the obviously the realness of it from I guess an outsider's perspective and looking at what a nomadic life is like. Yeah. But that director, Chloe, is it Zhao? Is that um, how you say Zhao. her last name? Zhao. Zhao. She's super talented. Um, I think we talked about Nomadland a little bit um, for the Golden Globes. 
Yeah. Yeah. The way that everything was shot, there were a lot of real people who were not actors who were in the movie. Okay. Um, the way that it was shot, I want, I want to say as far as like the coloring of things, the visual was its own mood, which I guess should be with a movie like that. Promising young woman. Not seen it. Have you? No. Yeah. And I can't even remember which one it is. Yeah. No. Oh, that's the one with um, Carrie Mulligan, right? I think this is the furthest she's stretched from her genre of characters that she's had okay. before. And I do want to see this one. Okay. Not seen it yet. The Sound of Metal. Not seen it, but I want to see that too. I've watched it. It's... Yeah? Yeah. I've been mean, being into music. Um, A rockumentary? Yeah. It's, it looks almost... It's a very independent movie type. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it... Yeah, it portrays really well like what's happening when a drummer starts losing his hearing. It's mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... It's cool. I like the cast. Uh, I've seen them in other movies before, series. Um, the lead guy was on an HBO series that I really enjoyed too. I think is really good. So that, that was fun. Um, but very indie. So again, don't expect right. like the blockbuster type. And the mm -hmm. final one is um, The Trial of the Chicago 7. I started that and I haven't finished it It's yet. really well done. There's some actors in there that I always really love watching. Oh yeah, the so cast um, is really good. Yeah. yeah. So everyone, the Oscars will be on ABC April 25th live from the Dolby Theater right down the street. And so late. <laughs> and once so again, yeah, it's been pushed back many times. Yeah. yeah. And once again, it will be hostless. Oh, it's just, okay, that's what I was going to ask you, if you if they uh, announced a host yet, because I haven't found anything No, yet. the last time was Jimmy Kimmel in 2018. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while. But it makes yeah. it go a little faster at the same time, so I feel it like... It does make it go faster, but does that take away from the sparkle and shine? I think if you don't have a red carpet... Why having a host, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's already lost. It's lost. <laughs> it's over, everybody. It's over. It's over. <laughs> you get more old-fashioned and skip to random news. Yeah. The random the news. Random news. Is it time? It is. It's time for random news. <laughs> okay, so California is easing restrictions and sports are coming back. It's spring training for baseball teams. People were welcome to watch the Angels play last weekend. During the second inning, a ball was hit out of the field and crashed into a supporter's beer can. What? Get what? it right in the can. Right in yeah. the can. So there is screenshots and pictures that are actually capturing the thing where um, it's exploding <laughs> everywhere. Yes. <laughs> It's pretty funny. The guy's fine. No one was injured. So uh -huh. it's a good, just a wet t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> Give the, him an award. And since uh, like the new joke now is like, hey, I got my stimulus so I can go to the Hollywood Bowl and get, get two beers. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yep. for, yeah, it's pretty expensive to get a beer at a game. So the team actually bought the dude four more beers and gave him an autographed bat. That's so nice. That's nice. That's cool. Thanks. Sorry about yeah. your beer. He looked pretty, pretty cool about it. Yeah. Do you like donuts? Yeah. I mean, I, there's, I can't, I have a lot of dietary restrictions, I but know. I do like donuts. But now, I mean, I just have to have different donuts now. But yes, yeah. I like donuts. I love donuts, Fred. Tell do you me like what's going on with donuts? Free donuts. <gasps> I heard something about this. Krispy Kreme. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> is offering a free donut every day for a year to people that are showing their vaccination Vaccinated. ID. There you go. Here goes the gluten-free so, <laughs> diet. <laughs> so until you can get vaccinated, Fred, I will go and get you a donut oh, God. and give you all my free donuts until it's your turn. 
I'm trying to work out and do better, and you just want to feed me donuts. Not, not fair, not fair. <laughs> I love donuts, so yeah, let's avoid that. Um, full of questions tonight. Was Mrs. Dubfire a classic for you growing up? Yes, it was. Of course it was. And I, I loved, loved it. this up. I cannot go to San Francisco without thinking of without Mrs. Without getting Dubfire. jump around stuck in your head? <laughs> so mm -hmm. the, the director, the movie director revealed that there is actually three different versions of the movie. They made a PG-13 version for theaters and TV, obviously, the one that we all saw. But apparently, Robin Williams, being the comedy genius that he was, improvised so much that they have material for other versions, including some R-rated jokes. They had like, they were saying they had like 22 takes of one line at some point. So what they, they explained is that Robin Williams was given lines, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he would do, they agreed with the director that he would do two or three takes of the lines he was given. And then they would mm -hmm. roll and go to improv for another dozen takes, at least. Some of them, like you said, about 20, mm -hmm. 22 takes. Right. So it came out as a joke when the director was pitching, like, oh, are you ready for the R-rated? But he said he might do a documentary on how the film was made. And it would be mm -hmm. including never seen footage and jokes. But he's not planning on releasing an, an explicit version of it. Right. I mean, I, I think I would rather see a documentary with all that stuff in there rather than yeah. a re-released movie of it because you, I feel like it, you get more raw stuff in there. I mean, I feel like you go, you do get more. Yeah, you can, you can go you out of line. the movie storyline or mm -hmm. anything. And uh, right. yeah, Robin Williams was just great at that. So yeah. it has to be a lot of content. He's an improv genius. Yeah, definitely. I'll be watching that documentary whenever it comes out. Same. Another question that just came out of my head. Um, are you a DC Comics or a Marvel fan? Yes and yes. Okay. I'm not really that into superheroes, but I do like blockbusters. So obviously I watch some movies and I watched the Zack Snyder's Justice League and it's crazy. Like I enjoyed it, even if it's four hours. I think it was really well done. So I don't know if you remember the story. I haven't watched. Um, the, the previous Justice League lost a lot of money. It was $300 million yep. dollars to be made. Uh, and then they were expecting to, you know, break even at around 750 millions. They didn't make that. But right. Zack Snyder actually stopped working on the movie when his daughter passed. So they brought the project to someone else to finish it. The director's name was not even on the movie. They just kind of did it in the background to make it happen. Like a ghost sort of, yeah. And the new guy kind of added a lot of jokes in there, more like humoristic things, maybe more like what Marvel does. Right. So they finally released Zack Snyder's version now. And instead of being two hours, it's a four hour long thing. Yeah. And it's like to see like, you know, we're talking about this, like never seen before footage or an actual vision from very talented people was really cool. And I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. I'll have to watch so that. And from someone who isn't naturally drawn to something like that, that's really cool. Yeah. You know, I'm always open to watching new things and being like, yeah, yeah what do you think about it? With a with an open mind, not Yeah, without this sucks. It's like five superheroes <laughs> hanging out together. Normally, that would not attract me to see a movie much. I like the separate storylines, but... There are a lot of superhero movies I do like, but I like when they have a super dark element to them rather than a really humorous yeah. side to them. Like some of the old Batman stuff. Some I love those things. And then but, when The Dark Knight came out, and yes. Christopher Nolan took it very, mm -hmm. very dark. I right. really like that too, yeah. Like as far as superheroes go... I used to draw my own comics. 
and oh, okay. created a superhero version of myself. What are the superpowers? Um, her superpowers were... I didn't get too far on her character development and actually should find the old little things I was sketching up about her. But she had on three bracelets around one of her wrists and they had all had a little orbit around them. Okay. And one of them would like either like light up or start doing it like going crazy around her wrist wherever she would need to go serve justice. Wow. So it won't be like her homeland. It won't be where like the planet where she lives now and the other one would be like the outer universe. It's very Elon Musk of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. She drives a Tesla, but it like flies and stuff. It's Mars and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of superheroes, Oprah certainly made headlines with a recent yeah. interview of Meghan and Harry. So now there is other celebrities that are considering sitting down to tell their stories. And a source says that Britney Spears is considering... She's considering joining right? Oprah to get her own version of the conservatorship out there. What do you mm -hmm. think? I think we need to hear Britney's story. I think and that'd be good. Yeah. I think it'd be really good to get her story because, you know, people are really concerned about what's going on with her. Yeah. We've watched this woman change. Yeah. It's, it's over time. Crazy, yeah. And I remember seeing some things on her Instagram where I was like, wow, it looks like, you know, something's really going on with her. Yeah. People are concerned for her safety. Yeah. It I think it'd be really cool her, to yeah. hear her side of things, but obviously because she's like, I'm considering it, obviously she wants to get everything straight and be all good and ready to go before she does it, something like that. Yeah, apparently she feels more supported than ever since the Framing yeah. Britney Spears documentary came out. Mm -hmm. So we'll, uh, yeah, maybe Oprah and Britney, that'd be a new one. That'd yeah. be good. I, I would watch that. And to close our episode, do you know that viral video of the man skateboarding, drinking ocean spray, singing yeah, along Fleetwood Mac? I love him, dog yeah. face. Well, he's jumping on the NFT bandwagon. Is he? And wants to sell the viral post. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Funny, when we first talked about this, I was like, that's a weird way to make money, but it's a new way of collecting art. Yeah. That's what it's becoming. Digital art. Yeah. Yes. So he offered to give half the profits to Stevie Nicks, who wrote the song, mm -hmm. and she refused to release right. the rights. So mm -hmm. the video, the famous one, will be sold, but without the song behind it. I feel like they're just going to have to give her a bigger cut. <laughs> well, <laughs> the uh, opening good. bid for the TikTok video is half a million dollars. Wow. Do you think uh, someone will pay that? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. I just like went into Google and typed in, you know, NFT news. And... I had heard about that particular story a couple days ago, but the thing that I found today, which is what made me realize how as, as ridiculous as I thought it sounded in the beginning and still like feels right now, because you're like, you own this digital something, you know, I mean, you, as, you, as a piece of art. You get a half a million dollar video and then your computer mm -hmm. crashes. What do you, yeah. what do, you do? <laughs> well, this is why we have clouds and other things. Let's open a cloud insurance company. Yes. That's Perfect. the next thing. There you go. What I found is that someone just bought a virtual home for $500,000. What the oh, hell? Over 500000 Yeah. Yep. As, so it's an NFT. So this person designed a home and I think it's called House on Mars. Okay. It, it looks really cool. And I kind of want to look more into the whole NFT thing because I know that we've touched on it in the sort of social media sense. But there's so many other... I had no idea until I looked up some things for today. But I, I, still, don't, I still don't get it because people would buy art so they can look at it. They can actually touch it. 
Right. But what? think of it this way. You have this virtual home. If you can, if you're paying $500,000, and I want, this is why I want to look more into it, because it could potentially be like a VR situation. Like you put a VR thing on your face and you can walk around okay. this home. Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know if that's the case, but that's cool, though it's different when there's like someone's just buying a tweet. That's yeah, still yeah, like, what the hell to me? Is it going to be your screensaver and that's, you know, you paid millions of dollars like, for this it. is mine like, i don't i don't yeah i still we've talked about it two weeks ago and i still don't mm-hmm. get it yeah it's still don't get it. it's really weird i just think that my mind has to go into a place now where i'm like okay this is people are going to be buying digital pieces like their like their art now yeah and that's where we're so going weird. yeah it's so weird we're entering the, the blade runner type of world we are. <laughs> yeah it's, it's happening the matrix yeah all of these crazy uh, i think that's all i can get to for tonight <laughs> enough that's nft yeah. more cocktails all right yeah guys thank you for joining us again we'll have more yeah, news in thanks. a couple of weeks as we get close to the oscars kitty keep hiking yes very proud of the work thank you very good and uh, i will keep learning stuff on the computer and have a headache and, and drink cocktails at night. and get a journal I still need to get oh my god <laughs> I feel so bad right. it's fine alright Katie I'll see you next time bye Fred <laughs>